0: You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for solving your problems by introducing you to people who actually can. If you haven't guessed, I'm Heather, and my friends call me Healthy Heather because I am a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach. That means that I work with people to help them live healthy, balanced, Lives and I especially love finding out how the people who I admire achieve their big goals without living in extremes. It is a show about balance. I learned the hard way how quickly things can go south when you try to do all the things. All the time. And that is why I created this show. Balanced living is something that I show up for every day. And I want to bring the best conversations about how to do it straight to your inbox. Now, today, that conversation is with my dear friend, Casey Edmonds. Welcome to the show, Casey. Thanks, Heather. I'm really happy to be here. I'm super glad that you're here, too. I've been working with Casey for a long time, but she's got over 15 years of experience in the health and wellness industry. She's worked in corporate wellness, clinical medicine, and lifestyle health. She is a soul-level intuitive coach, and that's what we're talking about today, as well as a health and wellness coach. And she enjoys supporting individuals in spiritual growth, self-evolution, and meaning and purpose that drives action in the here and now Guys, that is what it's all about. The here and now is all we have. And Casey specializes in helping you be able to live in the here and now. She's got a master's degree in global health and a bachelor's in health sciences. She is a professor and a researcher. And she's been my colleague for, oh, gosh, what, seven years? Six or seven years? A long time. Long enough. (laughs) Long enough. Hey, Casey, are you ready to solve everything? I'm ready, Heather. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Here, here, here. Here we go. All right, Casey. So the, the reason why I asked you to be here today is because we were in a, um, a conversation where you revealed this information that you had gotten a certification as an intuitive coach. And I thought, what's that? I, that's new. Tell me everything. So my first question is, what's intuitive coaching?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, first of all, Heather, I've got to say, like, I'm super excited to be here. I feel like it's been a while since Heather and I have caught up, uh, but this just feels like catching up with an old friend. So, of course, you know that I... Love to share all the new things that are happening with me. So thanks for having me.
1: I feel like this is one of like the only times that we get to talk is when we're doing work together. We need to get back into talking for like regular fun.
0: I do not disagree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But let's get back to work. What's intuitive coaching?
0: Yeah. So soul level intuitive coaching is a style of life and spiritual coaching Meant for myself and my client to work together and to intuitively shine the light on messages and signs for their divine self. And as a coach, it's my intention to lovingly just bring awareness to the current energy and what's important to my client here and now, which actually is kind of this deeper layer a lot of times, which I'm excited to share. And that's around things like limited beliefs, maybe unwanted patterns and roadblocks. And in this coaching, we allow ourselves the space and the time to truly peel back the layers to embark on the meaningful journey of embodying the positive change that my client, and of course I want for my client as well, to actually start embodying their authentic truth, which ultimately is their soul's purpose. And a lot of times we just get a little lost in that. So intuitive coaching is not like, or different rather than any other coaching. It just is a space that allows intuition to speak from your coach's perspective as well and your own. So really tuning into that innate wisdom from both coaching clients' perspective and allow that relationship to really evolve into something really beautiful, again, which is the soul's purpose.
1: Wow, that's is that sounds like when i when you first heard her talking I, it felt it felt to me like it's like a hug for your for your soul like you know just space to be who you are and without any expectation you know just total awareness you know just being an awareness and it sounds like you're bringing in that concept that we coaches often adhere to that we are the expert on ourselves and that if we can listen and hear and then believe what we are, what we know about ourselves or what we wonder about ourselves so that we can actually start to become really good partners with ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love, again, this is, this is what I do, right? I can't not do this. So. For me, kind of thinking through my specialty and my niche, which is that soul level discovery and growth, this just means that we have that opportunity to peel back the layers. And a lot of times we get confused by what soul purpose is, or we might not be on that journey of uncovering that soul purpose because we're doing the day-to-day kind of autopilot in life. But when you take that step back and have this opportunity and allow yourself to speak with someone who gets it on that level and can hold that space and create it. I think it's really a transformative space for the client. And that's something that I live for day in, day out. I love it.
1: I love it. Yeah. You're speaking my language. What made you want to pursue this line of work?
0: Oh man, we don't have enough time in this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I think, you know, you're, I, I steal a lot. So if anybody has obviously been a fan of Heather for a while, Heather's got great sayings. So (laughs) I'm almost certain that this is a saying that I've stolen from you, Heather. And it's, I can't not do it. So (laughs) it's one of those things where ultimately I'm honoring my five-year-old self. And that sounds really cheesy um, and really kind of like, how in the world could you Know at five years old, this is what you were in. Well, I didn't. I didn't wake up and say I'm going to be a health coach one day or intuitive life coach. This is what I'm going to do. But there were periods in my life. Now that I look back and have allowed myself to go on that journey, that I realized that I was tuning into things that I didn't understand in those moments. But now, in hindsight, it's always hindsight. 2020. I understand that I was. I had a gift. And I I was really intended for this earth to to be a light in this world for those that might need it in those dark places. And for me, as a coach, I get to do that. I get to hold the light in those places that are scary sometimes, or they can be exciting. But still, we have those beliefs that can hold us back. You know, like jumping out of a plane can be really fun for some people, but for other, it's like heck no, not going to happen, right? Because we have that fear thought, that fear belief that something bad can happen. And so I kind of think of like coaching sometimes, it feels a lot like jumping out of a plane, right? Like you're like, I'm about to do a thing and I've never done it before, but I'm excited to do it because it makes me feel alive. That's and a- I really
1: think... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh- no, that's okay. <laughs> I, could, I could talk all day. So you could go right ahead. <laughs> So that's a little bit of behind the scenes for um, anybody who is thinking about working with a coach, and you know, it's that we are jumping out of the plane with you, like we we are going full steam with you. And a lot of times, I think people you think that we show up with like a plan, and it's like, no, we we make the plan as we go, and that doesn't mean in an urgent sense it means it's in a calm and informed way you know so that we are making a plan based on you know what we are discovering through the process but we have that exhilarating just jumped out free falling experience also but but we have the toolbox with all of the stuff in it <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah it's funny that you think about honoring your 5 year old self somebody recently asked me um, what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I, the list was really long because I wanted to be a lot of things when I grew up. And like you, I didn't know what coaching was. I mean, I don't think coaching other than sports was a thing, then at least we hadn't named it as such. And so nobody knew, you know, what I probably would have called it a teacher or a doctor or something like that. But what I said when I was five was, well, <laughs> a lot of things, but one of them was I wanted to be on the the pub- Publishing Clearinghouse sweepstakes <laughs> prize delivery patrol, the, the prize patrol, the ones that showed up at somebody's house and told them that they had won all of the money. Be- and I just remember seeing that happen on TV. I mean, I was older than five, but I remember seeing that happen on TV and and realizing that was a job where you're bringing joy to people. You're bringing something to to people that just changes their life and being able to be part of that experience with them. And that's what we do. That's what we get to do. And that's what we're going to talk about today, guys. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. And we're going to dive into intuitive coaching and find out what Casey's soul is all about. Stay with us. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying today's show, come on over to Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all of the extra stuff, and I'd love to connect with you there. Don't go anywhere. The conversation continues right now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. This is Coach Healthy Heather, and I'm here today with my friend Casey Edmonds. She is an intuitive coach at the soul level. She is going to get in touch with your soul. Actually, she's going to help you get in touch with your soul. When we went out for the break, we were talking about how we honor our five-year-old selves, our child selves in the work that we do today because we're both coaches and when we were kids coaching wasn't a thing you know that people did for a job and in fact i remember having a conversation with somebody about like you know what i wanted to do with my life and and somebody said that's that's a thing it's called coaching like that's what it is like how do i do that thing and so that's part of how we got here today you know but but we were reflecting on experiences that we had as children that gave us little hints along the way. And you know, I wanted to be a member of the prize patrol for Publishers Clearinghouse because I saw that as being something that brought people joy. And as I look back through other things I thought I wanted to do, that element is there of, of helping people connect with joy. And, um, and I'm still trying to do that. And I'm wondering, do you see that too, Casey? Do you see the connection from what you wanted to do as, as a child into what you're doing now?
0: Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And that's just a general belief that I carry. But nevertheless, I, I've done the work again. Right. And I don't even like calling it work. because To me, it's just play. Yeah. We get to look, get to know ourselves. That's one of the most exciting journeys you could ever be on. But for me, thinking of that five-year-old self, and this is why I chuckle when like, I see a little five-year-old Heather knocking at someone's door <laughs> with this giant check, <laughs> is I too had that like desire to be this like light in the world. So very early on in life. And there was this person who wanted to travel the world. I used to pretend like I, like I literally used to pretend like I would drive a camper somewhere and like I would have a destination. This was like my creative side. And I would of course talk to my imaginary friends that, Now I'm like, huh, I wonder if they were so imaginary (laughs) because (laughs) I had the most deep intentional conversations with these little imaginary people and animals too, that I don't know where the detour really started except for when life started happening. And I think that's so true for all of our clients too, is life happens and we have those detours, which all serve her purpose, teach us the things we need to t- be taught, but we forget that five-year-old that was hanging out, driving the pretend car, and traveling the world with all of her imaginary friends and animals.
1: Guys, so- um, I'm just going to let you know that if um, you're friends with Casey on social media, she's literally in a van, driving around, seeing amazing places, and uh, it's like you're doing that. That is so phenomenal.
0: I can't not do it. I've got got to be the example I want for my (laughs) clients.
1: (laughs) So I'm, I'm wondering whether or not somebody's listening to this right now and thinking, well, that's awesome, guys. I'm so glad you're living your dream. I haven't got a clue what I want to do with my life. Is that an indication that this type of coaching might be right for them?
0: Absolutely. The fact that they're even questioning it, I think, is the start to understanding that support in any form, whether it be intuitive coaching, health coaching, or just in general, traditional life coaching, is the right direction. And whenever it comes to intuitive coaching, I really want to highlight that this can be a very spiritual and deep experience. It's not to be taken very lightly. And again, I I always like to share that this is a space for your soul self to show up. So it's not a space for a lot of surface level type of conversation. Um, So I really think that the clients that most benefit from this style of coaching are those that want that deep dive or that spiritual journey. Um, Those that seek that greater awareness and understanding of who they are. It's okay to not know I still don't know the layers of myself, but every day I get to peel back one extra layer and look at that and be like, oh, that's cooler." Oh, I don't know if I need to go heal that, right? That's the purpose of coaching in general. But I also think that intuitive coaching allows you this like space to transform those beliefs and create actionable change. Because a lot of times, again, talking about that jumping out of the plane feeling, we have fear-based beliefs, things that we believe were, I'm not enough or I'm not lovable, or I don't know, I'm scared of something. I fear that. I don't feel safe here. These are all what I call seed thoughts or have been traditionally taught to call seed thoughts that we carry and we planted so early on in life from our experiences. And, and in this kind of intuitive coaching, we get to use, the coach brings that intuition, which is that, I guess, it's that extra little gut feeling, right? We all have it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we ignore it because we're in this process-driven, science-backed world, which also serves a purpose. We don't want to diminish the power that that holds for us, too. But when it comes to intuition, it is those gut feelings. You know, you're driving down the road and something tells you to turn right instead of normally left. That's your intuition telling you. And some people call this like that higher power voice, whether you call it God, universe, Gaia, spirit guides, angels, you name it, right? Right. This is that space for coaching. So really, anybody can benefit from it as long as it feels right to you. So using your own intuition to see if that would feel like a good space for you to create healing, growth, and, well, find your sole purpose. Why not?
1: That's a really important distinction. And when you're looking for a coach to work with, if you think that it, it could be time in your life for a coach, is that there there are a lot of specialty areas, you know, and there's there's areas of work for different areas of your life and getting to know what somebody, um, what their philosophy is about, what their credentials are, you know, what their studies have been, and have a conversation with that person to determine, you know, is this a good match? And, you know, will I be able to, you know, do the work that I want to do and get what I want from this process. Or am I willing to discover and find out what that process is like? I wonder if somebody was um, was curious about intuitive coaching and what that session would be like. What could I expect if I scheduled a session with you and showed up and was like, okay, discover my soul?
0: <laughs> well, first of all, you're not going to discover your soul in the first session. What? <laughs> yeah. But... That's the whole beauty of of the relationship that you hold with a coach, right? Um, Clearly, I'm an advocate for coaching, but I think the biggest highlight that's foundational to this and the process of of what to expect is that the coach and you are going to develop a relationship in the first session. And that's, just like you named Heather, one of the most important parts of this. Now, one thing that I have found in just my practice and my experience in this is that i've learned that i feel closer to my clients whenever i get to practice this intuitive coaching and the reason that is is because i'm tuning in to my own intuition i'm trusting the feelings and the intuitive downloads that i'm receiving about this person when setting an intention for their highest good as well as mine before our session So for me, they should expect to get information that they may not have ever come to the table thinking they're about to receive and just remaining open. And the one quote that I always say that you should all already expect coming in is it's not or it is the journey. It's not the destination. Mm -hmm. So remember to stay open because you're going to receive the information that is meant for your highest and greatest good always. And what's important here and now And you're going to be able to take that pause to really process how do I transform this and fold this into actionable steps moving forward, whether that be that we're in a state of thinking and healing or transforming a belief or full actionable embodiment of whatever that sole purpose goal looks like. So it's okay to not know what the heck you're supposed to be doing with your life. Every day's different. I have had expectations of my own life. And it hasn't turned out remotely like what I expected. But every day we just kind of grow and flow through it all. So I don't know that that's a direct answer there, Heather. You can clearly tell that I, I want to jump into a session already. Right now. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I I like to, my tendency is to rush through the the discovery and exploration and get right to the doing. And I think that, you know, that's part of the real power of the type of coaching that you do is, you know intentionally creating that space to discover, you know, and I know I'm an action-based person. I want to get started right away and I will totally not read the instructions and jump straight in. And then, you know, halfway through realize I've missed 14 steps that I was supposed to do beforehand. And, you know, so it's a really nice reminder that there's power in that, that work ahead of time, you know, that exploration and discovery work. And, Gosh, your clients are really lucky to have you. I'll bet those were amazing sessions. Guys, when we come back from the break, I've got some questions for Casey about how she manages her life. And I can't wait to hear her answers. So stick with us. It's Heather Solves Everything. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52 week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. I can't wait for you to read it. It'll be in stores May 2022, but you can pre order it now wherever books are sold. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. so glad that you're here this is Heather solves everything and I'm here with my friend Casey who is an intuitive coach and I'm learning so much about the compassionate way that she comes into people's lives and I can tell you from personal experience that when you spend time with Casey you come away changed you really feel like you've gotten a hug and um, and I'm really glad to be connecting with my friend today. And I did tell her though, like I wanted to talk about coaching. I wanted to talk about intuitive coaching because I was curious about what what that was and, and how she did her work. But you guys know, this is also a show about balance. I want to have conversations about how the people who I love and admire find balance in their lives while also living their dreams because that's a hard thing to do. You know, a lot of, sometimes we think, going and living our dream that's like a 24 7 gig and um it 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 doesn't have to be you know you can I think I said last week you know it doesn't have to be 24 7 it can be 24 minutes seven days a week in your dream and you know that is still legit but for those of us who like to go like all the way striking balance is something that we have to do intentionally so I'm curious to know how do you identify what your priorities are in life and protect them?
0: Well, that's a, you know, this is like a puzzle. It's one of those like puzzles that you like find at what is it? Like Cracker Barrel or whatever. And like, you know, like, try to figure out. Oh, to, you don't want to be to the ignoramus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is like. The looming question of all life, right? The prioritization.
1: (laughs) Casey, tell me your priorities right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I don't... Here's the thing. I really firmly believe that we must remain adaptable in every moment of life. Does that mean I'm an expert or a pro at that adaptability in every moment? Absolutely not. And so for me, I have to be very conscious about intention and it's something that we often talk about right in this like broad spectrum or like that's what I want kind of way I want to be intentional but I often catch myself asking how does this bring intention into my life and how do I give intention attention and again that might sound a little like cheesy and prolific around certain things but for me in order to remain centered to what I value, what I prioritize with time, resources, I always say my energy is time, money, attention, thought, feeling, anything that I am expending, that is coming from me. And so for me, that prioritization really looks like taking assessment of what is getting my, my resources, my energy, and does that matter to me? Does that align with my soul? right? And so for me, it's a constant questioning of, <laughs> of, is this the intention that I have in life? Is this what I want? Does this align with my soul? So I think, you know, the two key words is that an intention and alignment for me. So whether or not I walk around and ask myself that every day, every moment, absolutely not. But I try to hold on to that little question, again, in my toolbox, so that I can make sure that whenever I feel misaligned, I can actually shift into that space again.
1: Well, and and that's the beauty of knowing what your priorities are. You know, if you don't know what you want to where you want to be putting your intention and attention, then when you notice that you're out of alignment, you don't have any place to go to. And and that's why I love vision work so much is that it gives you that place to go to. You've already decided what it is that you want, and then that changes, but you have a home. You know, you have a place that grounds you. And, um, and, and I love that you are showing up to that every day and, and kind of checking in where, where does my attention go today and where's my energy flowing today? Yeah. You have a lot going on. You know, you, you're working full time as a coach. You have your love of travel. You have a family that you love, and then you're also a person and that's a lot. And I wonder what do you see as your go-to strategies for keeping all of that in balance for yourself?
0: Yeah. So Heather, let me go ahead and preface all of this by saying, I love that you think I have it all together. (laughs) 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 Don't Don't let any of your listeners remotely leave today thinking Casey's got it all together. Like, how does she do it? That's not the case. Casey,
1: I brought you here to solve everything. (laughs) But here's the solution.
0: Here you go. I'll, I'll shift it for us. The solution is that I'm human. Yeah. I don't have it all together. Uh-huh. And I think it's really hard for us to, to acknowledge I'm human. I have, you know, I don't have it together, but also I have needs. And so to answer your question, some of the things that I've recognized about myself, I have a need for peace and tranquility. And the way that I achieve that oftentimes is by sitting with myself, taking you know time to meditate, to journal, to be in nature. I also have a need for community. And I'm very selective. I love people. But when it comes to my personal time, I'm very selective who those people are, because I need them to be filling my cup as much as I'm filling up their cup. And I need to walk away feeling as if I am so full. I can't even stand myself. <laughs> What's your so adv- that's... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead.
1: <laughs> What's your advice to somebody who says, "Oh my gosh, that's me. I cannot. I cannot edit the people. It's too many, and these some of them are not filling my cup, and that feels like a jerky thing to say. I'm filling up theirs all day. How do I? How do I balance that out?
0: Yeah. Again, I don't know that I have all the answers, but one way that I like to do it, I've actually created an exercise and it's called energy flow exercise. Okay. And I actually have my clients write down themselves in the center and I require that they write down at least three things that fill their cup up that they do on their own. I don't care what it is. Go for a walk, bubble bath, talk to a friend on the phone. It doesn't matter. No judgment here, right? It's their needs. They're meeting their needs. And then I have a circle outside of that, and that typically is the people that we're closest to. That's our spouses, our children, right, our immediate direct relationships. And I draw that connection a little bit bigger, right? It's a bigger circle now around that smaller circle, and now that's the people we have to interact with. That's our our clients, our coworkers, our, you know, our friends and family that might be more extended that we don't see on a regular basis. And then I go to another circle, which is really just like people we interact with in general. It's the grocery clerk, it's the banker, it's the you know tax accountant, that, that type of thing. And the reason I even like walk through this exercise with my clients is I want them to understand how much are they giving of themselves and what does that look like? And so I actually have them write down what percentage of themselves they think is going to each circle and even write what's, what's getting drained out of them. Because I think the first step is always awareness. You cannot create a solution without understanding what exists. Maybe not even how or what's happening, but what exists, the truth behind the matter. So again, I don't have the answer, but that's a great way kind of to lay the foundation of awareness so that then you can transform to that intentional space of self-care and groundedness that a lot of us seek.
1: Does anybody ever ask how they know what their needs are? Of course. What's your answer?
0: I ask that. (laughs) (laughs) What are our needs, right? Because I think they change season to season sometimes. Mm -hmm. Again, that's part of being human. Mm -hmm. We forget that. You know, our need when we were 15 years old looks a little bit different because we've grown and transformed and the chapter is a little bit different. Other things, our environment's different. There's a lot at play. So ultimately, whenever I help someone sit down and look at what their needs are, to me, it's not like. In the traditional sense, like I can give them the trans theoretical model, which for us coaches, if you know anything about that, it's just a list of needs and I can give them again, another exercise because I love my exercises and have them circle what stands out most to them. And some people really appreciate that. And I think that's one way you could approach it. But the other way is just having a conversation and listening deeply to what's being said we're not listening at the surface we're listening below the surface and a lot of times we say things like why well, i need to this or i should that <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but what listening to what's underneath that and it's it's kind of like what we do as coaches right like mm-hmm. we listen for the need and i don't think that we like get in a space as individuals or our clients don't show up thinking like i need to know my needs it's okay. It's okay to not know your needs. That's the purpose of us helping you tuning in to those needs.
1: That's what so- we do here, guys. <laughs> we listen to what you're not saying and um, and try to help you hear it or see it or feel it and um, see where it goes from there, all in the pursuit of Living in balance and feeling authentic. And that's what this show is all about. When we come back from the break, I've got some ideas for ways that you can get started on that too. So stay with us. It's Heather Sells Everything. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying today's show, come on over to Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all of the extra stuff. And I'd love to connect with you there. Don't go anywhere. The conversation continues right now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where we solve all your problems. Sometimes we just offer suggestions. (laughs) But I'm here with my friend Casey Edmonds. She is an intuitive coach and she's been a colleague and a friend of mine for a long time. And I love having this conversation with her and hearing more about this new element of her coaching practice and getting to understand more of what it's about. And I, I realized that um, if you guys have listened back to previous episodes, I wish that I could remember right now which one it is. Um, but there's a, there's a story about getting lost in Nashville and having to recalibrate. And constantly recalibrate and using that internal GPS uh, that we have, um, you know, to go back to the path. Casey is one of the people that I was with on that day when we went all over the place (laughs) trying to find food.
0: to be fair though for your listeners heather i thought it was fun it was I fun a it was a great expedition
1: it was it was beautiful weather great company lots of exercise and we ended up having delicious food so yeah all because we trusted <laughs> our intuition and we kept going in the direction we felt like we were supposed to go in
0: well played
1: isn't that <laughs> such a perfect segue So I've got a, I've got a few little, no, Casey's got lots of good tips. I got some good tips too. Mine might just be okay. You can let me know um, after I'm done giving them to you. So get comfortable. I'm about to get coachy on you. Now y'all know I am all about the vision. I do not let anybody go past me until they have a vision for their life. Do not come back to me and tell me that you don't know what you're supposed to be doing if you have not created a vision because I will get out a piece of paper and we will have a conversation. And sometimes I like to go to vision retreats. I like to have time that's intentional for that practice. And you know, we coachy types know all kinds of people who are really good at asking those types of questions that really get the juicy stuff out. And there was one weekend when I went to a very overdue vision board retreat. I hadn't done it for a long time. And so I was really um, glad to go. It was the perfect time. And um, I went in prepared to get organized, to make some business plans and some smart goals and to kick myself into gear. And I was pumped. And that afternoon, I left with a big poster board covered with images and words that were not at all what I expected. I had not done any concrete business planning. I didn't feel any more organized, but I was definitely in gear. The direction that I was heading in was unexpected, but I was so ready. And one of the defining moments of that day was discovering and cutting out of a magazine a quote by Oprah Winfrey. And it said, the real point of being alive is to evolve into the whole person you were intended to be. And that sounds like the type of thing that I would like, you know, like that sounds like, oh, yeah, that's that's great. So I cut it out and I put it on my vision board and. A few days later, I walked past, and the word evolve specifically jumped out at me. And what my brain said was, who has time to evolve? I want things to be the way I want them now. I don't want to evolve into the way I'm supposed to be. I want to be that way now. But I knew that that word was standing out to me for a reason. And so I I got a Sharpie, and I circled it. And then later I sat down on my computer and I looked up the definition of the word evolve. And then I couldn't help but laugh because the Latin root is a word that means to unroll. And that started to make sense because unrolling is a <laughs> it's just a perfect image for how this life journey goes, right? We live in a world that promises results in 90 days. You know, we tack up the overnight success stories. Waiting around to evolve into the person that we're intended to be seems like sitting on the sidelines. We're supposed to make it happen, right? We're supposed to just do it. We're supposed to be the change that we want to see in the world. We're supposed to carpe diem and hurry up about it. We want to force change to happen in our lives, and so we keep shoving it into place as if We're like trimming off the ends of a puzzle piece so that it'll fit into that spot instead of looking for the right piece. But then the puzzle never sticks together, does it? It bumps up and it warps and the pieces come out and we know that we should have just slowed down and done things correctly. We should have let it unroll. When something evolves, it changes, it grows, it morphs, it adapts. It streamlines. It becomes something new by nature of what it has experienced. And that's the thing. We can't rush this process. It has to happen on its own. Evolution isn't something that happens overnight. Creating change in our lives, especially in how we manage our health and our well-being, and our emotional health, is the same way. It can seem overwhelming to think about changing the course of our entire lives, but it can also be calm and steady when we approach it with trust and compassion for ourselves and allow ourselves to simply unroll. And so that's my big tip for the week. Okay. Just sit there and allow yourself to evolve into the person you were meant to be. Okay. So go do that. Is that like not easy? No. <laughs> we're, we're calling ourselves to find balance between forcing change and surrendering to it. And I created something that I have started calling my proactive responsive steps. And the first step is to be proactive about change. I totally believe in showing up and deciding what you want. There is nothing wrong with deciding what you want. And you may discover later that the the universe had different plans for you, and that's okay. But I believe that evolution favors the proactive. Those who are willing participants in the process of being changed. Open to the possibility that rolling with change could very well send you in a direction that was better than what you had planned for yourself. So yes, create that vision for how you want to live your life and manage your health. Set your course for that destination. Launch that ship and go for it. But do not forget the next step. Respond. This is the key element of evolving into the person you are meant to be. Notice when you have to keep shoving pieces back into place and respond to that. If sticking to the course that you started out requires some type of rigid lifestyle that can't be maintained without constant attention, there's a good chance that you're headed in the wrong direction. Pay attention. Healthy changes aren't always easy, but they are attainable and they shouldn't require forcing at least not after you've gotten some habits established. Pay attention and respond. Go for what you want and then pay attention and respond to what you discover. And then the third step, take the steps. The balance between being proactive and being responsive is in the partnership. It might not be realistic or practical to change all of your habits at once, and it's not realistic or practical to change all of your habits at once but taking the first step is just like Casey said they get to actionable steps you don't take them all on the same day you choose one relax we're unrolling you don't have to rush through this process allow yourself to enroll and evolve into the person that you are intended to be by taking the next positive step towards your goal now, guys, I don't know if Oprah was right. I don't know if evolving into the person that you are intended to be really is the point of being alive. The point of being alive might be bigger than that. But in a world that rushes and pushes and forces change, perhaps those who take the quiet, proactive, responsive steps will be the ones who survive to find out. And that is my challenge for you Be proactive. Think about what it is that you want. Go ahead and set your sights and start traveling. But pay attention. Respond. And take the steps that will get you to the direction that you feel called to go. Guys, we did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. Casey, thank you for being here today.
0: Thanks for having me, Heather. It was my pleasure.
1: Now, guys, you can stay in touch with me and the show on Instagram. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And if you have a problem to solve, visit heathersolveseverything.com and click on Solve My Problems to submit a show topic idea. Or send me a direct message on Instagram and I will get back in touch with you. We will get it all done together. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything.
0: To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything too.